Conscious Collaboration brings together entrepreneurs, change makers, and thought leaders. We aim to highlight the people that embody the idea of aligned mind, body, and business. Each week, we share, discuss, and learn from the various experiences and ideas of our guest experts. Through our discovery, we find a path to an aligned mind, body, and business. What up, my little Tootsie Pop? This is Emily. And I'm Lisa. <laughs> my little Tootsie Pop. <laughs> I, I accept name. that. I accept that endearing nickname. Yeah. But if anyone else calls me that, it would just be weird. <laughs> it would be weird. But, but I just called our whole audience that. So yes, we Let's get are, weird. We are the weirdest conscious collaboration. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so let's do some aligning of mind, body, and business today and visit the topic of uh, the easiest form, the most acceptable form of getting our mindset right, and that mm-hmm. is a daily practice of meditation. Yes. I mean, is that something that you find time for in your day or your weekly practices? I'm going to say yes, um, but maybe not necessarily in the ways that a lot of people kind of think of meditation, but um, I'm definitely able to find time to achieve what I feel to be a meditative state. How about that? (laughs) Yeah, I like that. And yeah, and I'll say that like, I'm really always curious about meditation and it is a big part of what I do. And I'm lucky that it's a part of what I do in my career because it gives me a little bit of time um, to devote to getting into that state uh, on an almost daily basis. But Mm -hmm. as a busy mom and, uh, owning, operating two businesses. Um, a lot of times my most well-intentioned practices do fall to the wayside. Of course. So I'm always looking for ways to integrate some of these practices in a more efficient, effective way and get those benefits because the benefits are really good. Yeah, for sure. We have thousands and thousands of studies on that. And uh, we were talking about the mom thing before we started recording. It's like there's certain points where, especially in the evening, you know, you go to sit down for a a lovely evening evening meditation. And even if it's only intended to be five minutes, if you close your eyes at that point, like it becomes, (laughs) it it moves out of meditation and just becomes your sleep. (laughs) It does. And I know we got to find alternate solutions. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Traditional schedules. It is. It is really hard for me to close my eyes in the evening and not immediately pass out and fall asleep. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Yes. And I really greatly appreciate that time that I get sleeping now that I know. But it's also important to find like true restful rest where we're not like scrolling our reels. I'm never going to stop scrolling reels, but you know, we don't need to do it all the time. It's not truly rest because our brain is stimulated. So we need to take advantage of those waking times where we actually get some true regenerative um, rest. Yeah. So like, what are some of the benefits that we know to be proven um, through meditation? Uh, basically every measurable health factor <laughs> you can think of is, uh, improved with a daily meditation practice. 
um, you know, blood pressure, stress, anxiety, depression, uh, literally every physical or mental ailment you could think of would be somewhat improved um, by incorporating a regular meditation practice. (laughs) So while you were talking, I just did a little quick Google Google Mm -hmm. meditation Mm -hmm. just to get a little, another perspective to add in. So Forbes Health says, what is meditation? It's a mind-body practice in which your attention is focused on being mindful of the present, your breath, and your mind to promote awareness, cultivate well-being, and reduce stress and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I believe, and I and I don't see the study um, in here where it says there, I've, I know I've heard this before. But um, just 20 minutes or maybe it's 15 minutes of meditation is the equivalent of a certain amount of hours of good quality sleep. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that. Um, I believe that. Yeah. Um, So, and I'm really curious, like you mentioned, there's alternative ways that we can meditate. And I've tried a few of those myself and, um, you know, a lot of them through various events that I have found really cool and, and interesting, but, um, I, you know, for myself, um, and I'm not sure, maybe you can, you can verify this for me, but I feel that there have been times I've been able to achieve a similar state or helpful state of awareness by doing things that involve movement, not what you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I mean, if you go back to that definition, I don't think it said anything about stillness or what, you know, besides the breathing and the attention to breathing. Um, That was a really broad definition that I think a lot of uh, activities or, or ways of, of going about it could apply to for sure could fit into that category. Um, so I believe that, you know, meditation, uh, along with yoga and, and the definition of it should be really personalized to, to every person. Um, because to have that experience that you just read in the general definition, uh, you know, might look completely different for me than it would for somebody else. And, um, so I have, which, and granted, this means that I I need more of this, but I am one of those people who has a tendency towards difficulty being still, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? Um, so sometimes a trying trying to achieve a perfectly still meditative state actually just kind of seems to power up my thinking or overthinking. Right. Um, and it just becomes a space for overthinking if I don't have some sort of, um, movement or challenge. Um, so ways specifically that I've found to put myself in a meditative state, uh, both my, Qigong and um, I would take some Bikram Hot 26 style yoga classes way back in the day. Um, Both of those teachers referred to those practices as active meditations or moving meditations. And that really clicked something for me personally, because I'm like, oh, 
totally, I can, I can look at this physical practice in this way of like, this is actually my time for meditation. And it just clicked for me. And, and I really got a lot more out of it once I put that intention into it. And another thing that I've become really fond of over the last handful of years is going to the infrared sauna and uh, with that heat challenge or in, on the same token in a cold challenge, like an mm-hmm. ice bath or a cold plunge situation, I've absolutely been able to go deeper into a meditative state than I think doing anything else I've ever tried. And something that I kind of say is a joke, but I kind of mean it too. <laughs> when I'm doing certain, um, especially when I get, you know, in a very low rep range on certain lifts that just require a ton of effort, um, deadlifts and hip thrusts in particular, um, I swear, I I actually end up achieving a state of calm that seems like contradictory to what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. So yeah. I think because, you know, I choose to apply it in a, um, a less sort of traditional way, I think everybody should apply it how it best resonates for them to really get those benefits of meditation and maybe one person reaps like certain benefits yeah differently than than another you know mm-hmm. which kind of yeah. goes into also our discussion that we were having before we recorded about um whether meditation was always a spiritual practice or mm-hmm. not right yeah i mean it certainly can be um there's that question is it spiritual or can it be religious and i guess it can be yeah and, sure it can uh, be for sure if that's what <laughs> if that's what takes you there right <laughs> yeah exactly but um but it doesn't have to be Right. Um, you know, looking through all the different cultures and all the different religions, they do have some sort of um, check-in or going inward and mm-hmm. um, that, you know, inner center um, aspect of it is incorporated in a lot of, um, like you said, yoga, um, Buddhism, um, Taoist, mm-hmm. a lot of philosophies do, um, use some sort and, and Christianity too, with, with, um, with prayers, you know, mm-hmm. um, that type of thing and feng shui and, and the type of feng shui that I practice, which is, um, black sect Tibetan Buddhist, there's, mm-hmm. we use a lot of mantras. And so our meditations can be, um, mantra based. Um, and then there's also guided meditations and, um, um, and even like shamanic, um, Shamanic. I was thinking of Rastas too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's so many different types. It's like, choose your, choose your weapon, what right. you're going to experience right. or what you need for the day, maybe, um, or what works with your practice. I think. Right. Just don't ever let anybody tell you that there's only one way to do it. Like I, I mm-hmm. think one of the, <laughs> um, constant, uh, qualities of meditation is that there are no rules, right? Like that kind of takes away from the benefit of it. (laughs) You start to add 
rigidity and rules to the practice. Right. Yeah. I think um, to your point, having you have like this variety of resources and, and approaches that you gravitate towards in getting to that state, or we were talking about finding that equilibrium or homeostasis point, and mm-hmm. you have like a, a whole like toolbox that you choose from and what fits the scenario. And I think that works really well. For- oh, I, I forgot yeah. to mention the red light too. I like to sit in front of my red light, just stick my face in front of it. That's, yeah. I do do that every night right before I go to sleep. And I pretty much fall asleep as soon as my head hits the pillow. I love, I love the red light. That's a pretty good (laughs) meditative tool. If you put that Mm -hmm. intention into it. Yeah. I mean, I can certainly, whenever I put the timer on the red light and sit there for 15 minutes or whatever, Mm -hmm. it feels like five seconds. Mm -hmm. I mean, the same as if I were to meditate in nature, like the time goes by and you're like, did that, did that even happen? (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, so as long, um, you know, as we can find even just those small moments, um, getting to that state without falling asleep. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the hardest part for, for a lot of people out there. I think like us that are, um, you know, maybe single parents and business owners and you're like, maybe the evening practice is not like the optimal place to get the maximum benefits there and find the time. Right. In the morning. Um, but there are so many different ways that we can access the benefits of meditation and they don't have to be even something that everybody else does. Right. It doesn't, it can be, if you just want to sit cross-legged, sit still and, you know, listen to your breath for 20 minutes. Cool. You can do that, but it doesn't have to look that way. Mm -mm. I agree. At the conscious collaboration podcast, we are proud affiliates of Atapa medical grade red light therapy devices. Red light therapy boasts a long list of clinically proven benefits, many that I and many of my clients have experienced firsthand. You can be sure that you'll be able to train harder, recover faster, and sleep better with Atapa Red Light Therapy. Visit myatapa.com, M-Y-A-T-A-P-A.com, or use the link in our Instagram bio to shop with the code collab15 that's c o l l a b 15 for a discount on your device so we were talking a little bit about that idea of um before we got started in recording and the idea of returning to that um humility that sense of self and um having that ability to remove or just not remove ourselves from the roller coaster, but being able to return ourselves to that center point and having that humility, even if, you know, for example, we were talking about in times of great success and opportunities and abundance, um, we can detach ourselves from center and not be aligned, um, which will hurt us, um, in our sustainability and success will be short lived. Um, and, Likewise, you know, on the low end, um, there is that, you know, that tendency to go about life in a a low vibe kind of way that's just kind of attracting nothing, you know, um, without going within and getting to that state of humility again and that homeostasis 
um, either extreme um, is, is not helping us over the long term. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I, I thought of that as like um, also removing your ego from it because a lot of meditation is like becoming an observer, mm-hmm. right? Becoming an observer of whatever's going on. It could be physical. It could be more emotional, energetic. But if you're, if your ego is too involved in that and you don't bring that humility into your practice, whatever it looks like, then you're not going to really get the true, um, observations that you need to happen. Right. Mm -hmm. Or if you're, you know, if it's emotional stuff you're dealing with, like that's your, that's your opportunity to rise above it and just look at it and acknowledge it, but not fall below it and drown in it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And that's something that, that comes up a lot in whatever it is that we're talking about together as we're talking about mind and body and business is that uh, we're looking for ways to remove ourselves from that ego experience. And it's a constant maintenance, you know, whether we're talking about finding other ways to practice non-attachment to things, but we can get attached to circumstances mm-hmm. as well. Um, you know, whatever, whether, I mean, obviously they are reality that are happening or circumstances around us, but Mm -hmm. it's not a forever circumstance. Mm -hmm. Right. So I can see that meditation being a great way to really connect in with that, um, neutrality, neutrality. Thank you. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now. place of being okay (laughs) if it does or okay if it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. So what are, you mentioned, um, you mentioned yoga being one active form of meditation. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we were talking a little bit earlier about that, like running or like that running or just even like my walks outside um, with my music on, like I'm very much... (laughs) you know, kind of on another plane, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'll give people, I walk by a little head nod or something, but I'm not really, <laughs> I'm not really coming out of my bubble, you know? Yeah. You're just more like, I, I definitely see you. <laughs> um, look forward to those times as like a restorative mm-hmm. situation. Um, so the walks, the yoga, even just intentional breathing, right? I think is very much meditation, whether yeah. it's a particular style of breath work or just deep intentional breath. Um, you know, that's, that's, if you're, if you're like, Oh my God, I don't know how to meditate. Like, uh, like chill out. You just br- literally just breathe <laughs> and pay attention to it mm-hmm. and you're meditating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like modern day meditation and like, all right, here's another thing too: having children. Um, is it, is meditation something that needs to be taught to be able to do, or do you believe that children meditate? Um, I mean, I think you have to model it. Yeah. I think you have to model it. I think they uh, latch onto it really quickly. I know I, I, Olivia picked it up. My daughter picked it up a couple of times along the way 
both from me, but they were teaching it um, at her daycare too. They were teaching them That's so nice. pause and deep breath. And, um, you know, they would have people come in and do little yoga classes and little meditations. So I think it needs to be modeled, mm-hmm. but um, I think they, they take to it really because, you know, especially when they're younger two and three and stuff like that, and they don't really have all the language to like, right um express themselves so when if they have a tool to soothe themselves i think that's freaking amazing yeah yeah. i mean i was trying to to model it and i think we should like yeah definitely i was thinking back to being a child like as early as i can remember and thinking about like you know we didn't have a lot of electronics or even like TV didn't have programs on it for us all the time um, for like our generation. So we had to do a lot of self keeping ourselves busy and play playing outside, playing outside or sitting in nature. And like, I'm wondering like, were some of our activities ever meditative? Like when we would get, you know, sit, you know, in nature or collecting, you know, whatever we were, we were doing. Um, Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's just meditation as a part of, you know, who we are as humans. And then we get to a place in life where we're so inundated by all like the things that we have to do to keep house. And yeah, um, we unlearn a lot, so much stuff. Yeah. We unlearn so much stuff just by becoming adults in the modern world. Yeah, it's true. I think, um, you know, and and I look at I look at the kids sometimes when they're playing and it almost seems like they're in that like that inner thinking kind of like I know they're if they're playing by themselves, they're kind of like muttering. I know they're not chanting mantras or anything, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they're focusing on one things and like quiet and like inner and calming down and kind of like mm-hmm. detaching from things that are um, excitable or, you know, too much music or TV or, or whatever. For me, when I was a kid, definitely music and, and art, like drawing and, and painting and yeah. stuff like that were, would have been that for me. Yeah. I mean, now that you bring it up too, that's like, like the rise in popularity of like those coloring books you know the adult coloring books yes those are great especially the ones with the curse words i've not seen those if you ever have an occasion where you feel like you want to buy me a gift that would be it that it's they're great they're i mean i kind of do and then you can hang them up i will i will be happy with that i like that idea those are supposed to be meditative though yeah yeah because you're just able to just focus in on filling in between the lines um you know whatever color floats your boat, um, kind mm-hmm. of thing, but it's like that art therapy aspect of it. But, um, yeah. So what can we do? What can we inject to those listening at home? You know, first, like just to recap, as we're talking about the importance of aligning our minds and our bodies and our businesses, um, the importance of having this some sort of, um, yeah check the box somewhere in meditation my Uh, biggest takeaway would be 
because, you know, a lot of times we can do this thing. It happens in fitness and and other things as well, where if we think we're not going to be good at something or if we think we don't know how to do something, we just don't do it. We just don't start it. (laughs) Right. I think we've talked about that fear of success and fear of failure and all this stuff, all these reasons why this might happen. But so don't be that guy. Don't, don't just not start because you're worried about doing it wrong. Mm -hmm. You're not going to do it wrong. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Do something and, you know, give it a little trial and error. Try there's a bajillion free guided meditations on YouTube, play around, see what resonates with you. If none of that floats your boat, go for a walk learn how to deadlift. I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't have to be serious to that point. A red light with our conscious collaboration discount. Yeah. Um, try things, try things and, um, and see what kind of gets you in that zone. You'll know you don't mm-hmm. need the, the apps are cool and the headbands and the biofeedback and all that. Those are amazing, but you don't need that to mm-hmm. know that you've found your thing. Right. And maybe your thing changes all the time, especially if you're a Gemini, yeah, especially or, if you're a Gemini or other air sign <laughs> that finds it Got interesting. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking, I mean, personally, um, in terms of meditation, I want to try out more of a variety like you're mentioning. I think that would enhance my practice more and make it more intentioned. You know, I do a lot of outward, um, outward that doesn't make any sense because meditation is inward, but I do a lot of meditating for the purpose of like helping Mm -hmm. um, others. I use a lot of mantras in meditation, that type of thing, um, guided audio um, meditations and soundtracks. I love those. Um, But I think for me in terms of like sharing with everybody things that we can do in an, in an easy, like everyday basis to get us into that, um, place of alignment where we can be our strongest, I would say is, um, I mean, I like what you're saying about being more alternative in your approach about doing things. And perhaps like for me or any of like parents out there, I'm going to make it more of a goal to, um, to share that 15, 20 minutes in the evening with the children. Mm. Um, and so I round, round out the day with the morning and the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, in that practice. Well, maybe, and maybe you'll find that getting an uninterrupted, you know, 10 minutes of play in mm-hmm. with no, you know, phone or whatever would do the trick for you. Yeah, maybe it might. Mm-hmm. I like it. Be creative. Um, yeah. In your meditative quest. <laughs> yes creativity don't have to be serious all the time um no. and i think it's really entertaining because we did a little google search about the dalai lama um in meditation and <laughs> he watches tv in the morning <laughs> he watches tv as part of his morning routine <laughs> i mean mind you he's watching about he's med- he's also meditating 4 to 5 hours a day after that so he doesn't have to squeeze in his morning meditation <laughs> No, I mean, the whole day is meditation for the Dalai Lama. And um, I know that, you know, that was probably like a huge 
um, barrier for him during COVID and not wanting to go outside because of health reasons and, and all of that. But, um, you know, there's, there you go right there. Someone who embraces, um, the ancient practices of meditation is also embracing modern and even electronics. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. we don't have to be so serious or so strict or restrictive about ways that we are, um, getting, getting to that place of, um, center for ourselves and balance. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you're into that. If it feels good to have a routine and do the same thing every day, then do that. Mm, Yes. I'm rooting for (laughs) you. Tootsie Pop. Tootsie Pops. (laughs) You meditation, my little Tootsie Pop. (laughs) You know, I think... We should share. I have a great soundtrack um, that I give to my clients um, and also sell a meditation soundtrack. Share that within the Conscious Collaboration Collective. Yeah. As a little free exclusive content. Exclusive content <laughs> alert. <laughs> um, yeah. So everyone can can you know give that a try on for size and see if that works for them in getting to that. Um, place where they're restoring themselves and getting to that higher vibe and attracting in abundance. Um, and maybe others can share their practices inside mm-hmm. there as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Emily. Well, I think this has been fun. We got a good, um, always, yeah, stirred it up a little bit. If anyone mm-hmm. wishes to join us for more conversation around meditation, what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what barriers are you hitting? We want to help work that through with you in um, the Conscious Collaboration Collective, our closed and private Facebook group. You can find a link provided in the description and we'll continue the conversation inside there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. I love it too. All right, Emily, Tootsie Pops. I'll talk to you. Bye. (laughs) Bye, kids. Bye. Thank y'all so much for listening to our podcast. If you haven't yet, please be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share with all your friends so they can join our circle of collaboration on this journey. You can find us on Instagram at Conscious Collaboration Podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Audible, to name a few. Please join us next time for another deep dive into how you can live life in more alignment, mind, body, and business. Send us your questions and comments in our DMs or email us at ConsciousCollaborationPodcast at gmail.com. See you in five minutes.